Welcome to another episode of Driving to the Riz. First hour. Yes, first hour. With your favorite hosts, Inelia. 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 I did it right. Yeah. Inelia. Inelia. And Larry. And Larry. And Larry. Yes, you did it right. And Larry. It's kind of strange, isn't it? How hard it is for some people to pronounce your name. Like you. Like like me. Like for you. Like pretty much everybody. Well, well there's a few that don't. No, actually, I've never. Everybody from Chile can pronounce it perfectly well. <laughs> so it's a. It's a learned thing. Every you're just used to hearing it, so you can say it. Maybe. Maybe. It's not a very common name, although it's getting yeah. more and more common these days. But it wasn't common when I was a kid. It took me about three years to learn it. Three years to learn your own name? Yeah. It's an interesting thing to think about that you know how long it took to learn your own name. And you can remember. Why is it interesting? Well, because for me and for most of the people that I know, they don't really have any recall of... How long it took you to learn your name? Yeah. <laughs> Let alone the age that you wouldn't even know your name. Oh, okay. Or that you actually didn't even know your name. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, I remember not knowing how to write it. Oh, okay, yeah. But I certainly don't remember not knowing it or say how to say it how and things say like it that. Properly. Yeah, that's a different level of recall yeah, than most of us have. I guess. Yeah. I sometimes wondered about that. Why was it? Why is it that we forget stuff? Well, forget stuff in general, but we tend to think that we forget. Um, especially the stuff that we were young, you know. Mm -hmm. But I found as I get older, I've forgotten what I had for breakfast. (laughs) (laughs) The only way that I remember Uh is I have the same thing. Every day? Yeah. Yes, that helps. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, no, for serious. Why do you think that we forget our childhood? Why do we think we forget our... um, pre-birth memories even I don't think us. that it's an accurate statement if you truth that <clears throat> you find that it's not an accurate statement we don't actually forget no you don't forget anything from any life or pre-birth or anything in fact you have actually stored every single millisecond of your present life and every other life you've ever had however We limit ourselves in what we can recall for some reason. We, as in we, as in me, as in me, Mm -hmm. I would limit my own self? Yeah. Or why on earth would I limit my own self from remembering my own name that I didn't remember? When you were a little baby? Yeah. Why would I do that? It's, I think it has to do with the engagement of the game. Mm -hmm. I remember... As a child, with other children, they remembered everything too. Mm-hmm. And it came to an age where all of a sudden they started forgetting stuff. And then it just got worse and worse and worse. It's almost like they forgot who they were. Maybe that's a, maybe that's a clue. Mm. Because I do remember we were reading about pre-birth memories. Oh, yes. And we're, we're reading about past life memory recall in younger children. Yes. 
and there was a certain age, something like 7 to 14, where past life recall, conscious recall, like meaning they remembered it you like remember yesterday. like yesterday. Yeah. That level of recall vanishes in almost everyone by, I think, 14 and most everyone by 7 or something. Yeah, yeah, it's true. So yeah. it's a one of those, you know, uh, it's pretty much... Probably a rule of engagement. The majority of people, right? And I think it has to do with the indoctrination in schools as well. Mm. When children start school, or so many years of school, they start, it's almost like their brains start switching off. <laughs> mm. I imagine it must, it might have, it might serve some purpose, right? For like how I your said, life, I think it's to do to with... focus on your current life yes, instead of... Yes, exactly, um, yeah. Trying to find the lost pieces of your past life. Yeah. That is so an interesting the, part. Remember, actually, um, a lot of the children who have this recall are very uh, agitated to try to find their stuff or their wife. No, not everybody. Some not of them. everybody. I said some. Some, yeah. Some that have really good recall are obsessed to some degree with finding out, well... I remember one story in particular. He was a movie producer in Hollywood, mm -hmm. and he got born, and he was a baby, and he's telling his mom, "We need to go to my house. I need to get my stuff. All my <laughs> stuff is in my house up there, and my wife's up there, and my piano's up there. I need to go get my stuff. Yeah, it's all of my stuff's up there. Yeah, yeah. Until a certain point, and then it's gone. Then it's gone, and then he could start focusing on being who he point. is now. Yeah. And I think that was one of the words they used too. Is, I want to focus on who I am now. Mm. Maybe that's why we do it. Yeah. And then with the recall stuff, you know, when you go into um, regression mm. right, and you recall things and different lives like you did last week. Right? I know, that's a pretty impactful experience. Yeah. It hasn't exactly overtaken my life, <laughs> but it's on my life. It's on my thoughts all, all the, the time. time. Yeah. 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 And I have a small world that I used to live in that has gotten a bit bigger. A little bit, huh? Maybe a lot bigger. Yeah. You know, now so I, can you tell me how it got bigger? What do you mean by that? Well, before my life was I, me, myself. I know it's surprising. <laughs> <laughs> Don't laugh. <laughs> it's my socks and my shirt and... My house, my car, my boots. There's a lot of my, yeah, my stuff, my yeah. thing, my this, my that. What's my mission? What's my purpose? What's my ascension, ascension process? Process. What's my best life? My best house. My mm -hmm. best place to live. Mm -hmm. And then it got a little bigger. What's my and my wife's best place to live. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yes. My and my kids' best place to go to school. Yeah. That kind of thing. So my life got mighty bigger. When did that happen? When I got married. Then when I had kids. Mm -hmm. was, And then I kind of re regressed at some point because at one point my kids became their own people. Yeah. A little less interested than their dad, or a lot. <laughs> Maybe a lot less interested in their dad. Yeah. They still like their dad fine, mm -hmm. but it's not 
as it was, which was your dad's, your the giant universe. figure in your mm. universe. Yeah. So my um, kids' XYZ became theirs. Mm. I guess that's sort of a separation, right? Yeah, then it was all about them. The yeah. I, me, and myself. They took them. on their own I, me, myself stuff. And then you disappeared. Yeah. I'm, I've heard that you come back to importance later. Maybe. What <laughs> mm, <could> happened? <laughs> Either way. Has your dad become important <clears throat> to you yet? Yeah, he came really important when he was sick, remember? Oh, yeah, he did, yeah. But since then, I mean... I try. Yeah, I mean, you're in touch with him every week, that's for sure. Yeah. Sometimes every day, sometimes several times a day. Sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> but he thought that our podcast was boring. <laughs> yeah, he did. <laughs> Which, I guess... I guess in a way it's a little bit telling because he doesn't want to remember any of that stuff That's that right, we were talking yeah. about. Yeah. And so exposure to it might It triggers trigger, the, I don't like this. And then yeah. you have to find the reason why. Yeah. Right. And then forget everything they heard. Yeah, it's a lot of work. So it's a lot of work. It's better just shut it yeah, off. Yeah, just shut it it's off. It's boring. Yeah. Talking about your hair too long. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, obviously, that bigger my was really just more of my I, me, myself. Yes. Just a, it wasn't really even an, ex, might have, you could, might think of it as an expansion of I, me, myself, but it's really just I, me, myself. And all my other people. Other stuff of myself. <laughs> yes. Right? So it's just a, more a bit of I, more of I, me, myself. Yeah, it is. Right? This is more, yeah. You're right. This memory, this membrance, turned uh, more it's not my it's our mm. it was our experience there was more than one involved and we're together and we have a joint purpose um, it's clear it's defined and it's not about as far as I could tell anything individual mm. do you mean not the <clears throat> previous life one right but if the the recall of the ET. Yeah, the recall of the ET, ET part. part. Right. Yeah, visit to the ship. The visit, the ship visit where we combed our hair yeah. backwards. Yeah, that one. Yeah, in case you don't know what the heck I'm talking about. Just listen to last week. Listen to the episode podcast. before this episode. Yeah. It's supposed to two be. Two of them, actually. Like, two of them? No. That very end of the two ago. Yes. We only talked for like one minute about it and left it with a click, exactly. cliffhanger. Yeah. That you had to pay to hear the rest. <laughs> and then we decided to have an hour that's two hours and you don't have to pay. See <laughs> yeah, what kind so of people we are? I know, because it's a sample. This is the stuff of stuff you're going to get for the second hour. Right. Stuff that, that might be 10 minutes, might be. No, it won't be every 10 minutes. But like it might that. be an hour, might be more than an hour. Right? It will get to completion. It Yeah, it will get to completion. And, and then the, we have Ilya and Adelina to... Uh, Bounce ideas off with and yeah, get well, into more depth. Get into depth about the, you know, the kind of questions that our audience that's interested in really charged know yeah. know what they're talking about are interested yeah, in exactly. have researched these. It's things. really different to have a conversation with somebody who is informed, yeah, interested, right. interesting in these topics, right? Rather than, 
talking to somebody who tells you what's a past life yeah what's a past life and what is recall what does that mean yeah <laughs> <laughs> you could have a different conversation yeah exactly skip over it's, the preliminaries and get right into the into the nice nice meat and potatoes and potatoes as they say yeah Right, and then, yeah. I don't know, probably everyone knows who Ilya and Adelina are, but yeah, maybe not. Yeah, of course. Maybe not. No, you don't think. Because I remember when I found your work first, I don't know who Ilya was. I thought Ilya was a different name. You thought he was a girl, didn't you? And I thought he was a girl, yeah. Yeah. We used to call him Ili. Yeah, Ili. <laughs> not Ilya. <laughs> I didn't know there was such a name. <laughs> yeah. But and you thought Ilya. he was a girl. A lot of people thought he was a girl. Yeah. Because he didn't have his photo anywhere. He he had an invisible presence in, in a did. way, he but his presence be... was felt because the website worked. He did everything, exactly. Excellent. Yeah. But you didn't know, who is there this There would be mystery? no presence. On the who is this mystery woman yeah. behind all of this? <laughs> <laughs> Named Ili. <laughs> yeah. And his wife, Adelina. Well, now it's Ilya and his wife, Adelina, but who's Ilya? Ilya? Yeah, who is he? He's our co-creator, and Adelina is too. But Ilya, um, what so I mean I is, where is he from? Oh, he's what, from Romania. What function does he serve? Or serve? What function does he play? Play in your um, business together, yeah. things like that. Yeah. Like, who is this mystery man that you're having a show with for an hour that we have to pay to listen to? <laughs> See what I'm asking? Uh, are you asking me? Right oh, yeah, now? I'm asking you. Well, okay. Uh, I met Ilya in 2010, I believe, or 2011, something like that. 2010, maybe. Around about yes, when you did the Bill Ryan Yeah, interview? because he used to work for Bill Ryan. Oh. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. And then I nicked him. <laughs> what? <laughs> he was the best person he had on his team website and... <laughs> Perform and everything. Oh man! Most intelligent, most gifted, <clears throat> most mm -hmm. in in uh, what's it called? Integrity. Mm -hmm. So I nicked him. Good job. Thank you. So he's uh, the tech fairy and the business partner. Yeah, tech fairy and business partner, marketing partner. Yeah. There would be nothing on the internet without him. Let's just say that <laughs> there would be nothing of There'd you. There would be nothing. No. Not even a Facebook page because you nope. know we. That went. Dropped off. Yeah, dropped off, yeah. Somebody selling marshmallows took it. Yeah, yeah. In they, they hacked it. In in Pakistan or somewhere. God knows I don't know. where. Yeah. I can't really read the numbers. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yep. I have uh, Adelina, his wife. They took um, the um, instant manifestation workshop course with us, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So they're expert manifestors, instant manifestors. Yes. There. Is that class closed now, or is that still open? Um, it's released every few months, mm -hmm. or once a year maybe, or maybe once every two years. I can't remember. But it is released more than once, and um, there's a plan to actually release it in different languages also. Hmm. That'd be handy. So, yeah, so, you know, I think that... Um, Adelina and Ilya do bring a lot of value into these conversations. We can get into the depth of a topic 
much, much better because, like you said, we don't know what people want to know. But also, we're talking to individuals who are educated in these topics already. Right. They know what they're saying, you know what we're doing, you know, they're using the tools. And um, yeah, it's much, much better. Let's go back to. That was. Recall. And... Oh, back to me. <laughs> no. Oh, come on, a little oh, bit. Come on. All right, okay. So you remember you you had a, the regression and you went to two lives that were very fascinating. We talked a little bit about the one where you were a Native American. You're also Native American in this lifetime, but you're from a fishing village. Yeah, fishing village. Yeah, Macaw, and people in Macau. And in that one, that recollection, you it were was like Lakota plains. or some plains. I don't have the tribe. For mm -hmm. sure, but based on the word, yeah, pretty sure you brought, it was in, you brought in a word, and yeah, so and then of course you had a a different memory come in that we didn't actually talk about no, last the, week. The Roman one. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to talk nice about memory. that one or no? Well. <clears throat> I think it's an interesting story. I think we've talked about it a little bit before because we talked about our trip to Rome, didn't we? Yes, we did. We did a, a cruise with um, Esther Hicks. Yes. Abraham Hicks or Esther. How does that work? Abraham, Abraham Hicks. Abraham Hicks. Yeah. It's Esther Hicks is the channeler and right. Abraham is the people that she channels. Right, right, right. So I was always fascinated with her channelings. Yeah. I loved listening to her um, work. When I was uh, first learning about stuff, that there was more to the world than what I thought. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what the heck is this? Yeah. Who's that? And what's going on here? How the hell? Yeah. How the heck did that happen? And what the heck's going on? And then I listen more and more, and I'm like, wow, that's stunning. Mm -hmm. And I was just amazed that someone would be able to tap into that level of knowledge about stuff, everything. You know, it's like. <laughs> How did that happen? Yeah. So I think um, some 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 time after that, I sort of stopped listening to it for a while. Mm -hmm. But I, I still had a what a favorite spot for it, you know. Yeah. And uh, we had come back from uh, events in in Europe, and I I loved traveling Europe, but. I missed out on some things. Yeah. Because we were on a work trip. Yep. And I had just met you. You know, we just started our relationship. Yeah, but that was the first trip, right? That was the first trip, right? Yeah. And we worked. Yeah, we did. We, we were working. We were doing an event there. Right. So some of the things that I might have wanted to go, like, see, mm -hmm. we didn't because we were working. Yeah. And We, we had were very busy, busy, and we had things to do. And we already had the whole itinerary sorted yeah, itinerary out for the events out. and stuff. Right. Plus, the places that we went, they weren't on the Mediterranean. No, well, they were not. they were a little bit. Seville was, but that was it. Of, yeah. And the Mediterranean has always fanta fa fascinated me. Mm. So when the opportunity came to take a cruise, on the Abraham Hicks cruise, mm -hmm. way back way, that was a while mm. ago, how many years? Like four Oh, um, you know, it might have been 2016. 
such eight, nine, twenty, twenty. Five years ago-ish. Wow. Yeah. I asked you, I remember it was the funniest thing ever. I said, honey, would you go on a cruise with me? And you said something like, I don't really want to go on a cruise and hang out with a bunch of people that are drinking. <laughs> on low frequency. I was mm-hmm. like, how about a Abraham Hicks cruise? And he said, hmm? Yeah. I said, think about it. There'll be people who are actively working on raising their frequency of their knowledge and whatnot. They'll be pretty interesting people, I bet. Yeah. So he said, heck yeah, let's do it. So we did it. We did. Flew to Amsterdam. Got on our giant Jeez. recreational vehicle. It was like a thousand <laughs> foot long. For some reason, that thousand foot long RV, we only had a tiny little room. Yeah. Well, we had some big spaces too. A couple of yeah. chefs and all that. Yeah. The food was good. The food was good. And we kept getting presents in the morning. Yeah, that was cute. Remember on your pillow? Yeah. We get like a keychain said. And a little bag. The tree of life on it. And notebook, you make your own life. Was really... Empowerment. Yeah. Stuff. It was excellent. Yeah. And I we really pulled enjoyed in it. all these little ports all the way down and, the Mediterranean. And the, the lectures were quite fascinating as well. Because <clears throat> the the consciousness that she came brought in kept popping in and out, and there was other consciousnesses coming through that were not so high frequency, uh, or she would mit- misinterpret stuff. And every time that I used to whisper to you, you know, she's actually not saying that right. It's actually not there, but here, or is she not? When she mentions that, it's actually I this and that. that. And the very next day, very she, next would, day would she would say, say it. She would say what you said, yeah. which I thought was It was hilarious. Uncanny. uncanny. I've never seen anything like that before. It was really cool. Mm. So I was like, yeah, she's cool. <laughs> she's <Yep>. listening. <laughs> so yeah, so we ended up in, um, in Rome. Our last stop. Our last stop was We traveled Rome. all of the med. And, you know, I loved it. It was interesting. Yeah. I didn't super connect with all the places. I, yeah. I thought it was interesting to see... You wake up in the morning and you're on your giant ship, you know, yeah. and it's all windows and you're looking at every building, every structure is, well, foreign. Like it'd be all white, made yeah. out of that white stuff that covered, all the buildings are made out of the white stuff. Yeah. What is that called? I don't remember. Adobe or probably not Adobe. That's no. in the deserts of Arizona. Yeah. Anyway, the Mediterranean yeah. has their structures made out of mm-hmm. white plaster stuff. And it would, I knew, I recognized, I felt familiar, and it was so foreign at the same time. It was a combination <laughs> of both, right? Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, this is nice, and what, this is so strange. And then the walls that we would walk over or through, you go through this gate or you go through the thing in the city, and the wall would be like five or 10 or 20 or 30 feet thick. Yes. To stop <laughs> cannonballs, I guess. Yeah. And they still had them, you know? Yeah. That was fascinating. And the chats with Abraham spiced the entire thing, just the right amount of tourist and expansion and joining But it's also the reason that attracted me to it, to the um, whole dynamic of that cruise, was that when you said, okay, so this ship can take 3,000 people, but... A thousand of them are working on themselves. Yeah. Right? They're in, you know, working on their growth and empowerment. So 
that's a third of these people are going to be interesting people and they're probably not, you know, booze gurus, right? Mm-hmm. Just there to get drunk. Mm-hmm. And I thought, yeah, that's a good point. That's where we went. Yeah. But yeah, the, and they're, they went off to have another event then in Rome, but we decided to stay in a little hotel yeah. and um, visit. Wander the city aimlessly. Yeah. Do a little bit of the tours. Yeah, it was it was really cool, and it was on one of those tours that something really interesting happened. Yeah, it was as we were walking around, I recognized my name, but I had no idea who is this. Yeah, I mean, I knew this is me, this is my name. I don't know who that person is in history. Yeah, but this is that's me. Yeah, and the funniest thing about that was that she was talking about one of these guys that were in the history of Rome. Mm-hmm. And when she said the name, we both looked at each other with big eyes. Yep. And I said, oh my God, well, that was you. And you said, that was me. And then I said one name and you said a different name and yep. we were arguing about it because I heard one name and you heard a different name. Mm-hmm. And then when we Googled it, immediately we got into the internet to see what this person like, was. Yeah, who is this? He was actually called both of those both names. names. Actually one name and then the next name, Came. Yes, it was uh, more like a work, uh, honorific honorary. or a title or yeah, a title, yeah, honorary name. I think it's the name you, it's the name you assume, yeah, something like that, mm. right? Yeah, so, that was that was cool. And the other really, really interesting, fascinating part about that when we pulled up the page mm-hmm. was that there was a statue of him. And some pictures of him and mm. some face, whatever. Busts, Busts. Yeah. marble yeah. things. And they were, well, identical to same you face. in this lifetime. Yeah. The same body, same face, everything was identical. Yeah. Even the height. And then remember what, on a walkabout? Yeah, then we went off on a walkabout. Rambling around the city. Yeah. We saw the Colosseum or whatever that is with all the gladiator stuff. And yeah. You know, the touristy things. And then then, we went off on our own. Yeah. And I just went and I walked and I felt... This way. (laughs) This way. (laughs) Turn this way. Go this way. I'm sure people who are listening, they've done that before. I know I'm not the only one, especially in our kind of people. Yeah. It's like, where am I guided to go? Exactly. And I followed where I was guided. And when I got where I was guided, I was like, what what is this? Because it was... Years ago. Yeah. Remember? Yeah. Years ago, we were talking about where you wanted to be buried and what did you want your tomb to be like. Yep. And you said you want a big circle made of stones on the edges with grass on top and trees all around it. Yep. And then another structure in the middle. Yep. And you gave a very detailed description <laughs> of what you wanted. quite elaborate. Very elaborate. And pretty... And, and I haven't Rome, seen one. We ended up in that location and that's exactly what was there and the most fascinating aspect of that tomb was that it was in none of the touristy things it was actually abandoned it was abandoned it was full of homeless people and it just had a a little plaque saying you know this is the whatever it's called for this person and we were like "What? what how is that even possible and when you look and at it was, how it is... It's unique. Nobody else is, was like that. I still haven't seen one since like that. Oh, there isn't, because we searched it. And mm. everybody else had really fancy 
towers and you know all sorts of yeah. things but not like there's not random a mountain included. made of trees with no, a ring around exactly. it exactly yeah. made of stone yeah. it was just bizarre bizarre yeah. construction unique very unique. absolutely unique yeah you yeah. can't make this stuff up man yeah you already knew and then you found it yeah and you were walked to it and guided to it those like you were like, why is it abandoned? Why is yeah. the homeless people here? Somebody needs to clean this and fix this up. I know. It's like everything Well, they else. have since then. Yeah, they have? Yes. Oh, really? Yes. They have cleaned it, fixed it, re-prettied it up, made it look nice like it's supposed to. Oh, my God. And opened it that. up so you can visit it, yeah. Wow. You can't have that stuff wasting away. I mean, it's yeah. valuable. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> that, <clears throat> that was a semi-conscious recall you know i didn't recall as i'm sitting here remember oh yesterday then i did this but i recalled the name i recalled the places and i recalled the things that i had built yeah and what they looked like yes so good connection good like mm, mm, you get pulled and you're drawn and you know you just know but you don't know how you know mm -hmm. a bit strange so that's almost like the regression was right, right i would in the regression get put in a theta state mm -hmm. or guided to a theta theta state and then i would say things that i i just knew it mm -hmm. very weird yeah and so i came up with some more details of some of my life then mm -hmm. some of the more uh, memorable moments to me yes. personally you know? right right memorable and some of them were well most of them were constructions what do you mean by oh like things that you built <laughs> well I like to tell Fred they're not things that I built the things that I had, had built, built. Yeah, you paid for <laughs> yeah I don't want to build them oh right yeah no no I, that's what I meant yeah yeah well that's what he meant too but yeah. the distinction is it's, important it's subtle but me. important yeah because my recall isn't that I built it. I had it built. Yes, you had it built. Or it caused it to be built. Yeah. That kind of a thing, yeah. Right. So I searched for those structures as I recalled them mm -hmm. and what they were for and the important bits of them. And yeah, they appear. And I found them. And they're still here and still standing proud. Yeah. Well, all but one. One of them has been rebuilt here and there. Oh, yeah. Excuse me for a second. <coughs> Got a little bit spiked today. Uh -oh. I haven't quite... I was having a shower and thinking about it, and I was trying to uh, wash them off, you know. Mm -hmm. I need to gargle some of my silver water. But uh, I realized I had a thought in my head. I know I jumped around. Just give me, the, give, me, give me the benefit of the doubt here for a second. I thought the spikes were making me sick, but it's my body's reaction to it, trying to flush those that I'm feeling yes it's not the things making me sick it's I'm trying to flush them and they're flushing out my yeah. throat the toxins yeah so they must flush out by breath or something the coughing and the the reaction that your body has is to exude it you know to push it out and yeah. that's uncomfortable yep it is yeah and uh, irrefutable I don't care what you think I have experienced it way too many times, exactly the <laughs> yes. same response from people that I know have, you know, gotten their shot and they're 
tons creating of, spikes. Tons of shots they and take, stuff. They're and creating, creating tons of spikes. They are. They're creating them. And our our bodies are more sensitive. Very good at knowing it's time to get rid of them. Don't keep yeah. them. I yeah. guess. Mm-hmm. Well, anyway, <clears throat> we'll uh, talk about. I have a that a little bit more around those things in the second hour. Yeah, that's a good second hour topic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We could talk about that. Some Canadian truckers. And <laughs> Fuel can, the new Canadian Ottawa um, fuel can backpack. They <laughs> made a backpack out of them now. Oh, they did? Yeah. Cause... I have no idea what you're talking about, but I'm sure I'll find out. <laughs> if you remember hour. in the second hour to ask me, I'll tell you all about okay. the new Ottawa backpack. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. Back to uh, past life memory. Yeah. So the filling in of some of the details the knowing where to look to find kind of was nice it kind of expands the life but at the same time it was a different life i still yes. am this life yeah that was a different life one of the things that it was asked in telegram too which was uh i think mike mike was asking his impression of past life present life current life they're not um restricted to a linear Type of experience. In other words, oh, did you, you, you have a, did you read my answer? I didn't read your answer. You didn't? No. Could you tell me your answer? Okay. So yeah, can you explain what his viewpoint was first? Well, so yeah, his viewpoint was is he thought when you died and your soul body, you could come back in another life, and it doesn't matter what time. So you could like come back a thousand years ago life, but um, the way that he understood from episode 97's conversation mm-hmm. i don't remember exactly what that was but mm-hmm. basically that past and present and current lives were experienced in a linear fashion and you got to go in order mm-hmm. so if you plan five lives they would be like you would do first and then second life and then third life and then fourth life and then fifth life you didn't do third life then jump to the first one then skip to the fifth one then back to the second one you wouldn't go like out of order you would do them in order Mm-hmm. And his uh, his impression was that you could do them in whatever order you want. You don't get stuck with doing it in order. Right. So I don't know what the answer is. So my answer to that. Mm-hmm. Are you ready for it? Okay. Okay. So my answer to that is basically, well, there's two parts to the answer. One okay. is, if you have a life in the, go back to the past, the unfortunate thing is that you do bring in information from previous lifetimes into this one and it's like whenever I look at people's previous lifetimes I'll ask for significant lifetimes that are you bring in those memories to affect you in this one Mm -hmm. ones that are significant to this one yes so information or data or personality or whatever experiences that you had in a previous lifetime that will be useful in this one for whatever experiences or whatever goals or missions you came here to do. Those are the ones you're going to recall, mostly. And you can't bring one from the future because it messes up the game. Now, here's the second part to all this. Okay. You have, you're in a divine eternal being, you're not limited so you actually have all of your lives at the same time, but all the pro- there's no linear time. It doesn't exist. It's, an, it's a conceptualization, okay? Right. So they all, they all happen at the same time, but you choose 
your limits, you choose to experience this lifetime linearly from the past to the future. And so do you choose to do that with all of your lives. You choose to have a, a recall or an awareness of your lives from the deep past into the present into the future. That's how you choose it. But that's not what happens. Right? Do you see? Yep. I kind of remember this coming to my awareness. I think it was in um, Dr. Eben Alexander's book when he was experiencing his uh, near-death experience mm -hmm. and his recall of it. One of the things was that uh, when he got to a space where his, I guess in his words, his soul family gathered together and they went to a group and they started to gather all of their life experiences into a shared group life experience puddle or something or pod or something like that. Mm -hmm. At some point, I think in some point in that book, I could have it wrong, but I think the experience was all of our lives, of all of our soul family, and all of everyone was available as one now, all for everything. It all happened all. I was, I think it was in there, which mm -hmm. is a little bit like what you said, if I understand it right. I think what you're describing all. is the state of oneness. <clears throat> Maybe that. Which is all things and all time, mm. right? All things and all time. Or perception of time. Because what is time? You know, then we have into that discussion again. But, yeah, so the linearly of it is your own chosen perception of it. But no, you don't go back and forth and le left and right and up and down. You don't. You have them all. You have them all. There is no up or down or back or forth or, you know. But we choose to have an experience of physicality that is linear from past, present, and to the future. That's what we choose. Here the now. The perception. Yes. Here it's now. A perception. Because another, other, other not here nows, we might experience them differently or what? Yeah. Yeah. I guess we're able to experience them however we want to, really. So I'm interested. So this is one in of the cabbages. Yes. Okay. So do you want to explain? Now you have to explain what a cabbage is. You can go to the second hour, and if Ilya asks, I'll explain the whole cabbage thing. Okay. All right. All right. Um, I'm interested to know from that Roman experience mm -hmm. what energies or memories or knowledge or what is it that you feel is relevant or interesting or useful in this life for you as Larry? Certainty and surety that the um, guidance or decisions or choices that I could make, I can make for not just me, myself, the smaller me, but for a larger sense, a larger me, a mm -hmm. me that includes millions of people even. Yeah. I can make those decisions and know with certainty and surety that the consequences long term are great, excellent, world 
world-altering and shattering, changing, and nice. You know, not bad. Good job. I know that if I built a house, I can build another one. Mm -hmm. And the third one is going to be even simpler. And the fourth one, even easier than that. Right? And by building a house, you mean you get people to build it for you? Well, no, that's not what symbolic? I mean specifically. <laughs> <laughs> what I mean is that um, the first time you do something, yeah. you know, you have to think about the whole thing. It's like the first time you drive a car, it's like you got to push that pedal and that's the brake. Push that pedal and that's the gas. Yeah. And while you're pushing that pedal, this thing over here is the shifter. Mm -hmm. You have to push that pedal over there, that's the clutch. And then you have to steer and watch the signs and yeah. look at the lights. Mm -hmm. And look, at there's people over there. And there's a bike. Mm -hmm. Pretty soon you've got your bandwidth full. Yeah. Meaning, I have the gas pedal pushed and I'm steering and the light's changing and I don't have the bandwidth to move my foot to the brake mm. because I'm trying not to go off the road. That kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. First time you drive is a little bit like that. That's yeah. why you only go one mile an hour. Right. And then when you do push the brakes, guess what you do? Which it really you hard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that always happens. Yeah. So that's first time driving. Second, third, fourth, fifth. Of course, you get better. Pretty soon, you can drive from here to 10,000 miles, 5,000, whatever, however far. It doesn't even matter. Yeah, it doesn't even stress you out. You don't even know. You probably can't even remember looking at the road half of the time. Yeah. You're just on, shh, do it. So this is that in a sense. The recall of that life is a life that you've gotten to the expert of building a house, expert of driving your car, expert of creating civilization. So can, oh, so it's a creator, a creator of civilization? Right. Okay. So the rules, the boundaries, the structure, the how, the who, the sharing, the planning for the future, past your life. You can make a durable structure that carries high frequency mm. and you and, know um, that you can do it and how are you or have you used that <clears throat> in this lifetime or will you use it i have i tried i did there's a difference between this life and that life in yes. the frequency of me here mm -hmm. and who i'm with Mm -hmm. and the frequency of those around me. So it was successful. It was um, peaceful. It was, well, it didn't start out peaceful. I mean, <laughs> you gotta, you, you got to crack it, some eggs to make yeah. a you know, cake and all that. It was a time, and for the time, let's just say that, for mm -hmm. the time, it was extraordinarily peaceful yeah. once it was established. Once it's established, yeah. Right. But it was a structure that required power over others. Yes. Right. So since that time, I've tried to create along the same lines without the power over others involved. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, it wasn't very successful because everyone in it was playing power over other games. Right. <laughs> So they're not compatible. Right. <laughs> but that experience of doing it and watching and seeing how it functions, it did illuminate. You have to be careful of, not careful, I mean, you cannot create without consideration for who's in it. Right. You know? Yeah. 
who it is that you're building with. That's the most important thing to yeah. not miss. Right. So uh, since then, we, we're together we've created a few things mm -hmm. that don't, well, do or don't. I don't know about the power over others part of it. It's like not exerting any power over others, but at the same time, it's in a world that's just trying to move into the power over other stuff too, right? How is it moving into the power over other stuff? Well, because all of us who are here now have been existing in the light, dark, real. Yeah. Uh, we came to raise the frequency. We came to move into light, all those things. But we have legs in both places. Uh -huh. And many of us, myself included, spent the vast majority of our life in the light, dark, dark light. Dark, dark, light, light, dark, 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 light, 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 dark, 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 dark. You know, very, very mixed up. Yeah. <clears throat> Not sure what the hell. I mean, what the heck? Uh -huh. <laughs> What's going on here? So we're conceptualizing a new paradigm. Yes. Creating it. Mm -hmm. And seeing how and what is included in it. And how and who do you include in it. And how does it work. And right now it's. It's like learning how to drive because nobody remembers um, consciously what light reality is. Mm -hmm. Because the only conception that we have is a light dark conception of what a light would be. Right. Right. So bringing about that memory, which is um, the memory of what a light reality was going to be, what it is without using light dark as the framework to conceptualize with it. Right. I'm not sure where we're going to get, how we get to that. But one of the things that I remember we did try or did do, which was the Lemurian portal and try to connect with the Lemurians who are existing in that light. Yes. And see if we can bridge that a little bit. So right, right. Maybe it's something to revisit. I don't <laughs> know. Those are, those are the things that comes to mind to the answer to the question. Hmm. I think that that past life gives me, uh, a feeling of certainty and surety that I'm capable and I don't have, it's not the first time. Mm. It's not, not my first rodeo. It's not your thing. first rodeo. Not my first rodeo. Creating... I can get on that horse. I could ride that horse. <laughs> creating yeah. social structures and countries. Right. So, does that answer it? Yeah. Kind of? Yeah. What kind of a sense do you get? Um, I see it as a theoretical something, but I I wanted to see if you felt there was if there was any um, actual examples of it being used in this lifetime, like not just I need or I have the data information and I know what need you know what we should do or that it's possible to do it, but actually no, you embody it, <laughs> you are embody it and. Well, I remember, I remember one time specifically, I was mm -hmm. sitting in the tribal council and I was after a yes, a yes. to a thing. Okay. <clears throat> and I was talking and at one point I shifted out of me and I shifted 
sort of to the side and I became another me. Mm -hmm. And I was talking and I watched everybody going out. They were like, going out, going out, going out, going out. What do you mean by going out? What I meant was their their eyes glazed over and they became, they moved into an altered state. Oh, cool. And when they came back, uh -huh. they all said yes. <laughs> That's brilliant. So when did that happen? Do you remember? What um, year? Or? Yeah. Mm, it was 2000, maybe. Yeah. 2010. And what do you think happened then? Well, I stopped. Um, I stopped trying to convince of anything. I think, and I just embodied that energy of that life. Actually, mm -hmm. I felt like I was doing what I had already done. Mm. I kind of, this is how you do it. This is what you say. This is how you say it. Allow five minutes of this, and then they'll say yes. Kind of <laughs> like that, you know. Brilliant. I like yeah. it. So the recall helps with that embodiment, knowing what that embodiment even is, mm. instead of it being a nameless don't know what sits. Yeah. It also answers some of the questions. Sometimes I wonder why, you know, like when I was applying to get a job as a waiter. Yes. In Los Angeles. When you were 17. Yes. And I went to my interview and I dressed up in a normal clothes, you know. And I sat down to get interviewed, and they said, well, we have waiter jobs open, but we, we need a manager. Will you be a manager? I was like, <laughs> I haven't worked in a restaurant ever, but sure. <laughs> I'm, I can handle that, no problem. Yeah. And so I got hired for a manager job instead. Yeah. And these are big restaurants. They're not little ones. No, they, One of the largest ones in West yeah. Hollywood yep. and, you know, giant. Giant business, so it kind of like, why would people do that? And I was, I wasn't even twenty one, and I went to apply for a job at a cruise, a little cruise ship, mm -hmm. carries a hundred people or so, mm -hmm. and they hired me as chief steward. <laughs> I have never even worked on a cruise ship, <laughs> and I was the chief steward. Yeah, it's like people are gonna <laughs> recognize it almost. They can feel it and recognize that leadership. Uh, essence something about that and I thought it feels safe in your hands I suppose maybe so yeah, yeah. well it was it was Did intangible it, and yeah. it always surprised me it's like it was like well yes intangible. of course but why are you offering me that job it doesn't it doesn't make logical sense did it have an effect on your um, career in the Coast Guard <laughs> well See, that's a special one. Yeah? Yeah. Why? Because the military is very, very effective at squashing things yeah. and molding you into tick, 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 the thing that they want you to. Yeah. The mind control techniques that they use. Mm -hmm. The um, Brainwashing. It's, it's trauma-based mind yeah. control. Yes. And the trauma is induced by the drill constructors and... All of the things that make humans, a tribal human, do, they yeah. use those as levers. So, like, you're holding everybody back, and then everybody blames you, or, you know, whatever. So, you need to do, let's say, for example, 
everyone who wants to graduate has to do 10 pull-ups. Mm -hmm. And some people can already do 10, and some people only do one or two. But instead of going to the gym and everybody exercise, it's like, let's walk in a straight line. Okay, you walked crooked in that straight line, so everybody has to do 20 pull-ups. I understand what you're saying, but I don't... So you're saying that in that career, you were not... You did not feel that energy come through and for it to be recognized by those people? No, what I felt was I understand and see what's going on and I can step into that role if I turn off my brain, in a sense, mm -hmm. and become a robot who functions mm -hmm. and does the stuff I know how to mold into it. So I guess it, it, did, it, it did happen. No, it happened, but it happened differently how? because this was the military part of it. Mm -hmm. I had no way of knowing ahead of time that's what was going on, you know, that we just need to do 10 pull-ups, but we're using a psychological game to trauma mind control everyone. Yes. I didn't know how I knew that. Mm -hmm. I didn't read about boot camp before I went to boot right. camp. I watched uh, a movies, but they don't tell you that stuff. Right, right. So I guess it did, it did come in there. When I was in the Coast Guard... In what way did <clears> it come in? Well, I already knew how to be regimental. Oh, you know, um, that reminds me, um, because I have, my soul part has not had any incarnations on earth, or anywhere actually. Right. But my physical body elemental has had multiple lives, and a lot of those lives were with you. Mm -hmm. And when you said regimental or whatever, I remember... We were walking somewhere, I can't remember where it was, and then suddenly the ground and the air and the, it was kind of misty morning or something, mm -hmm. and we were holding hands in this lifetime, and I was pulled back in a total recall mm -hmm. of a previous life, that lifetime that you had that you were talking about, mm -hmm. and I was holding your hand, but I was a little boy. Oh, wow. A little boy. And you were holding my hand because I was like a little brother or a, or a son or something. I can't remember exactly what it was. And you were like, you know, going to your kind of friends because you were just like 14 or something. Mm -hmm. Very, very young, but it was already in a military type environment. Mm -hmm. Right. So there was lots and lots of men of different ages, young and all or whatever. And we were walking among them, and I was so proud because my big brother, he's a, you know, he was the boss of everybody, but you weren't, <laughs> right? And then we got to this place, it was like tents or something, and massive ones where everybody was sleeping in there. But every, you, even though you went in there and, and you were sharing it with all these other men, you had a special place in the tent because you were somebody's son or whatever's favorite yeah, somebody's or, favorite yeah um you know son adopted or i don't know what it was but it was like yeah they were your friends and you grew up with them and you knew them as romans you knew each other but you everybody knew that you had a different path in the future right right and it was it, for me it was like a a little kid and it was a very special day. I get to spend the day with you. Mm -hmm. And it was like a treat, you know. 
it wasn't like I was gonna stay there or anything. And all the other old guys, which were like probably other 14 year olds, um, I don't know, <laughs> what are different ages, right? And real men, like older men, um, you know, treating me like a little soldier and stuff, you know, giving me weapons <laughs> yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. I remember, and then <clears throat> like the recall came really fast. It was the full day and ended with the the little body, you know, exhausted and falling asleep and had been carried away, you know, like back to their parents or whatever. Well, like, yeah, that energy that of that life in that 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 space. I remember something remarkable, several remarkable things that I was stunned at my own experience of. Mm-hmm. One of them was that I graduated the whole time of boot camp without any demerits. Oh, from this lifetime. Yeah. Yeah. And I, that's pretty much impossible. Impossible. <laughs> so you knew the score. You know how to function within that. I knew how to function in that regiment to the very place, yeah. having had zero experience of it. Yeah. I mean, absolutely opposite of it. I never not once have anything to do with any of that right right, right. no rotcs in yeah. high school no boot camp or yeah. child boot camp no Nothing. nobody in my family talking or knowing about our shit well, your dad did that he, but he, he didn't say anything to, about it he told you to be invisible didn't he he said don't volunteer for anything but that's i mean that's not bad advice <laughs> and i didn't follow it but yeah it, it's good advice in normal sense yeah but the demerits thing, everyone gets some. They all get some. Everyone, because there's literally zero way that you can have everything perfect all the time. Right. But having everything perfect all the time is the impossible. Mm-hmm. But there is something else that's possible. Being visible. Being visible. <laughs> so they cannot that's notice very you. much more valuable than being perfect of everything at all the time. Yeah. Because, I mean, we were at the level of absurdity that there's little little threads on your clothes when the sewers were done sewing. There's like a little bit of thread left. Yes. And there's on every button and every seam yes. and every end of every sewing bit. Yeah. And you had to go with your clippers and clip every single of those. They called them Irish pennants. Yeah. Everyone off of all of your clothes. Uh-huh. But by moving, you make new ones. Oh, no. <laughs> so it's literally zero chance you're going to get them all every time and all you got to do is look at anybody and you can say oh there's one there's one there's one there's one and that's after you've gotten rid of them all yeah wow and your shoes had to be shined and you know your uniform had to be perfect and you had to be marching right and there's the impossibility of it's an impossible task which is the trauma part exactly yeah right but if you're invisible and they can't see you it doesn't no trauma right (laughs) i did manage to uh, put myself into some trauma so that i could have the full meal deal (laughs) Because it's hard, uh-huh. but you know how I like a hero's journey. Yes. So I did the hero's journey of boot camp uh-huh. by getting all four of my wisdom teeth taken out with a chisel and a hammer. Oh my god! Yeah, right in the middle of it. Oh my gosh! Yeah, that was a that good was, challenge. Oh my gosh! Because you couldn't stand up without your face going boom, boom, oh boom, my and gosh. they wanted you to push ups and run oh, in and all wow. that, and take your tests. You know, I managed. Yeah, you managed to do I it. I managed to get through yeah. it. To traumatize yourself in your own terms. In all ways, excellently. Truly. <laughs> but 
I didn't recognize it for what it was until looking back on it, talking it with you. Because mm. that's why. And there's no reason. There's no. There's no reason for me to be excelled at that, any of those things, because mm -hmm. I didn't have any experience of that. Right. I'm not born to be. Well, that's the thing. <laughs> I was born already with that. I already have that. Yeah. That's already a part of me. Yeah. yeah. So. Interesting. So what I see by experiencing this and talking about this with you is that when it comes time for this energy to present itself, it will and it will be easy. Yeah. Yeah. It will come right yeah. to me. That's good. And I can feel sure and certain. And a light world is going to be a pretty cool experience. Let me tell you, <laughs> we got some good plans. That is brilliant. Brilliant. Yep. So do you feel complete, honey? I do. <laughs> brilliant. I mean, I think I, I actually, here's what I feel. Okay. I feel like I've choked off a lot of what I want to say. Because this is a, doesn't feel like the right space. Right. The public space it. is not quite... It's just a bit too public. Yeah. So, in the second hour, I'm going to name names. Oh. Not All just right. skirting around the thing. I'll just yes. name names, you know. Okay. This is who it was. This is when it was. Here's Ooh, the things. And, and we stuff. can also talk about the ship. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the ship. Although... I think we've talked about that one before. Yeah. Several you blew times. up my ship. <laughs> I blew up your ship? You blew up my ship. Oh, my God. I did not. <laughs> well, you, maybe not, but you sure did. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay, honey. Okay, honey. I love you. I love you, too. For the second hour, go to Subscribe Star and do a search on Inelia Benz, subscribe, and you'll be able to get the second hour of this podcast. Otherwise, if you're in Walk With Me Now, you will be seeing the second hour before everybody else. It'll be posted on our forum and sent on a newsletter to all Walk With Me Now members. See you in the second hour.